So I used to live in a mind state of why me? Why it seems like certain things only happen to me? Why did I have to experience so much pain and so much betrayal and hurt? Right. And I'm starting to get into the world of it's not just you. It's not just a you thing. You're not the only one that's going through pain. There's other people that's going through pain with you. And it's not like things only happen to you. Other people are experiencing the same thing. They're just not saying anything. Um, so I'm starting to learn a lot more. But one thing I do dwell on a lot is when people ask me about the podcast, they ask me, um, who should listen to the podcast? And I used to say, well, everyone can find something out of the podcast. Everyone can listen to it. But I want to change my answer. Um, this podcast is not for everyone. Um, this podcast is for people that's looking for positivity. People that's looking for the next step. People that want to be enlightened. And people that want to to learn and also to grow. That's what this is about. This is motivation. This is inspiration. I like yeah, I like that. That is definitely a, a dope answer. I, I can see how that would be the case because if you have negativity on your heart and you want to come with negativity, then I guess you won't get the messages that uh, we're trying to get out there now. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely, it's not for everyone. It would have to be for somebody who's looking for that betterment of self. Yep, this one is for people that actually have experienced hurt. People that have experienced betrayal, people that have been to their lowest low or are at their lowest low and need a reason or inspiration or motivation to push to the next day. This is for people that get in the car sometimes and be like, you know what, I do not like my job. But it gives you a reason to say, let me be optimistic, at least I got a job. You know, this is for those type of people. The people that are still searching for something better. And even if you're at something better, you're still always trying to find a way to develop a better version of yourself. This right. show is for right. you. So, welcome to Moments with Mika. And I am Mika. And I'm Rick. Ah, uh, you guys here, Rick? Rick is here. Yes, Rick ain't been I'm here in a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, got a little slice of life. But, you know, everything is in order and I am back to business. Well, this show, we have a lot to share just wanted to make sure I explain and let you guys know what this show is for and who it's for. So if this sounds like you, you're in the right place. It's for you. Yes, and if you know somebody else that always needs some motivation, go ahead and let them know where we be at. We're at Moments with Mika, and where we're we available at? everywhere. That's, that's what we doing? Yeah, where we be at. All right. Period. Okay. Okay? All right, so let's get to this show. So, Rick, what you been up to? Also, for me, I've been um, just out here grinding, trying to develop my mind and uh, get a couple of these job situations worked out, as well as get some of my uh, design craft a little bit better. Been mm -hmm. working on learning a lot more design techniques, mm -hmm. so um, learning my tools a lot better, and that's been working out pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, also, looked at trying to. Uh, but not looked at trying. We're actually in the progress of furthering uh, the web development portion of my skill set mm -hmm. and uh, getting that uh, portion of business rolling. So, fingers crossed, hopefully everything works out and this uh, deal goes through. That's good, that's really good. What about you? Um, I have been doing a lot of working, but at the same time I've been doing like kind of a lot of soul searching and 
soul repairs on the inside and a lot of um, mentally like construction on like you know building myself up and just kind of taking a different approach to some things rather than how I used to take it when I was younger okay um, and that's kind of how I came up with this show because um, I was sitting down and I believe I'm not gonna say it was my thoughts but you know I was sitting there and I was thinking like you know well what if what if the show doesn't go where I want it to go then what what should I do after that or what if the clothing line don't go how I want it to go what should I do after that and then that's when I came up with this show about having a plan B because okay. um, I started you know researching like why am I saying you know what if why am I planning for sabotage why am I planning for failure you know and that's right. where I, I came up with this show and I, I wanted to ask a lot of people that doesn't mean like when you start planning a plan B even though it's supposed to be the responsible you because your, te- your teachers in school tell you you know you always want to have a plan B just in case you know they always teach you that but having a plan B sabotages your plan A that's my opinion and that's what I want to get from other people. Like, you know, how do you feel about planning your own plan B? That's a real possibility. And the way I look at it is, like, I rarely have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Like, I do something, I go all in on it. If it, go, if it don't go right, then I'm back at, you know, the planning stage again to see which way I'm going to go now. Right. Um, I know that takes a lot more time mm-hmm. um, because you didn't set up with a plan. You didn't get prepared to actually do the next move but uh, the way I see it is if you go wholeheartedly into your plan A mm-hmm. you learn what you can learn from it mm-hmm. uh, you experience it you know this is your sole focus because if you're planning a plan B you're going to start putting stuff together for that plan B exactly also. so that's taken away from the effort of your plan A mm-hmm. it's taking away the time that you have to mold and craft yourself to make this plan work because you're like but if it don't work I got this over here. Let me just set this up real quick. Now, putting aside, uh, like, rainy day fun for Mm -hmm. a plan B Mm -hmm. is one thing. Um, But knowing exactly what that plan B is, like, if you're really wholeheartedly serious about what you're doing, Mm -hmm. I don't really see that as a a viable idea. Yeah, I was thinking about that because I was like, why am I making, like, a fallback plan for my show and for my clothing line just because some things aren't going exactly as I expected it to be and I started to doubt myself my ultimate goal like the energy for it I felt it decreasing like I felt myself going back and like you know what well if this doesn't work you know I'm good at this I could do this but it's like it is working you know so I you know doubting yourself and creating a fallback plan could sabotage exactly what you're working for. You know what I'm saying? That's the energy. That's the energy to let you know you're on the right path. Once you start to feel like it's not failing, but it just feels like the grain or the waves are getting heavier. Right. It means you're getting deeper. You're getting you're getting closer to your goal. So I mean, it's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy to sprint from the start to your goal, then like who would actually take something serious? Who would actually like have that real love for it? Right. So it's going to get harder. And when you start to get that self-doubt, mm-hmm. that means you're heading in the right direction. It Definitely. Is. I've seen that. And, I mean, I've succumbed to, like, giving up once you get that self-doubt. Like, nope, on to the next one because mm-hmm. this ain't working. But then I see, like, there's a lot of things that I've started that I felt was cutting edge at the time. 
Right. And if I'd have stuck with it, how far would I be in that that field or in that industry or in that passion? Right. Like uh, the clothing line, like I started I started designing for a clothing line back when I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. And I let everything else discourage me from doing it. So now it's it's a harder battle to try to get back to where you was actually at mm-hmm. when you started it, when that was your sole focus in life. So letting go of that plan A uh, or start building that plan B while still working on your plan A, uh, I feel like that is self-sabotage on its own. So I just can't do it. Right. You know what? And I started to look at different quotes in society to kind of piece everything together. So Franklin Roosevelt had said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So if you're creating a fallback plan, which is a backup plan, that basically means that there is evidence that fear is there, right? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that say that, you know, we're not we're not scared of fear, we're scared of failure, basically. Right. You know? So I was the fear I, of failure. Right. And I've been like really thinking about it in different ways of life and different people's situation. I know sometimes with parent and children, you know, some children is like, you know, well, if I mess up, I know my parents would pick up that slack. You know, they always have that plan B. Well, if I can't do it, they'll but, do it. Well, think about it. When you was a kid, that's not even a thought that came through your mind like, I can't do it. When you was a kid, you just did stuff. No, no. You know what? And if it didn't work out, I then you go to mommy. I think you go to daddy. No, I see, for me, I think it's because of the type of thinker I was. And I don't know if you're listening and you gave me this thought and put this thought in my head. You know, this is all on you. But <laughs> I've always had this mindset of expecting, the, you know, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst mindset. And it was me thinking that I was being a realist, you know, because it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I always want to hope for the best, but, you know, at the same time, you want to prepare yourself for the worst. Right. But you're giving room for the worst to happen when you think like that. And I was stuck in this mindset for so long yeah no i was stuck i'm you know i broke out of it and i'm happy that i broke out of it and i'm outside of my box now like i look at my box now i'm like yeah i'm not going back in there but i had this mindset of yeah i want the i want this to happen i want the best to happen for me but the worst could happen whenever you start thinking you like molecules and stuff you know things start happening you're putting into you're putting that together the worst so on that note, so like I said, I, I do think like that. And like take this morning, for example. Mm-hmm. So this morning I got up. I'm like, all right, we're going to get out here and we're going to go grocery shopping. And then I'll be ready to go ahead towards the show. Mm-hmm. So I wake up. I get ready to get ready. Then everything I need to go grocery shopping, was, go grocery shopping wasn't ready. Mm. I'm like, cool. I'll chill out for a minute and I'm going to get ready to head out. At about 11.15. I get in the car. Nothing happens. My brother left on the lights. So, now my car is dead. And the only thing I could think is, you know what? Only the worst could happen. So, if I plan for the worst, Mm -hmm. then I'm usually pretty good. Then I go to come here. Mm -hmm. And the freeway exit is closed. No no prior warning saying that, hey, we're working on the freeway, anything like that. You just get there. You can't get on. So, in this whole mix, and I find myself, you know, thinking this a lot. Like, yeah, the worst is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, just be prepared for it. Mm -hmm. But I said to myself today in the car, and I was actually talking to uh, my son's mother uh, also, and I'm like, you know what? You got to think about 
all these things didn't happen to me. They could have happened for me. Right. Because what if everything would have went perfectly and I got in the car, jumped on the freeway, and got decapitated? Yeah. Or a bridge fell. Wow. The bridge really? that they're working really? on right then really? fell down. You had to be like your whole head is cut off type uh, thing? Off. Okay. Like it could have been the it could have really been the worst. It really could what have. you assume is the worst thing that's happening to you may not actually be the worst thing. You're still alive. You can experience it. That's so true. it's not the worst thing. And I'm trying to get back to that mold and that energy where I mean things are not happening to you. It's probably just your guardian angel it's happening making stuff for you. That's that's what I've been like saying to myself every day is that Things are happening for me. They're not happening to me. Because when things, when I keep on saying things are happening to me, that makes me feel like a victim. Right. You know? You take it's that happening victim, to that me. Why is it, yeah, why is it happening? Why me? You know? So I'm starting to change my mind around and reshift, like shift a few things to say, like, things are happening for me. It's going this way because it's supposed to go this way. Because if it goes this way, something can go wrong. I don't know what's on this side of the road. But since things are taking me down this road... That's exactly let's, where I'm going to go. Let's head that way. Yeah. So, so, you know, I'm working on getting out of my box also. Maybe one day I'll get to where you're at and I can look at my box mm -hmm. and be like, nope, not no more. But uh, I'm definitely working on that and, you know, trying to embody positivity. Yeah. I mean, I, one thing that I keep hearing is once you allow fear to creep in, we give room and we give away our self-control, our self-confidence in certain things. Mm -hmm. um, we give away basically what we want when you let creep when you let fear creep in you're just saying well here you go it's like letting a bully tell you hey you got some candy run me that candy then and you like you're not even trying you're not even sizing him up to make sure like you know what i can knock this fool out right now <laughs> I, can, I got some braces if i bite him i'm taking all that skin with me <laughs> baby i'm, I'm taking all that skin him. i'm <laughs> <laughs> No, y'all should have seen his face. This is, oh my God, where's my camera? I need to get my phone out. I'm telling you, me and T talk about it all the time. Like, it's dangerous downtown. Somebody come up to me, I'm a bite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going crazy. But you know what? You got to think about that, like, with fear. Like, why don't I want to do this? Why am I not sizing this fear up and knowing that everything that I need, I possess? You have the necessary tools inside of you. You have your future inside of you. Right. You know? And when you do succumb to that fear, it's like a lot of things, like you said, those things that you do give up. Mm -hmm. But to try to recapture those things, like I was just saying, it becomes an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. Because regardless of what reason that you made these changes, um, if it was rooted in fear mm -hmm. or is rooted in uh, not being you or being true to yourself, mm -hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to put yourself in an element where, one, you're not comfortable. And some levels of com uh, uncomfort... Uh, show signs of growth. Oh, yeah. Uh, but some levels of uncomfort show signs that depression is creeping in. Right. Uh, you're losing your self-confidence. You're losing yourself. Mm -hmm. Growth is adding to yourself, like becoming better. Mm -hmm. When you're losing yourself, that's not growth. No. I think that um, I tell people this a lot. Like, I'm always, I'm always uncomfortable, and it's always for a good reason. Like, I'm not usually the person that likes to come up to someone and be like, hey, you want to buy a t-shirt you know i used to be like i'm not gonna be the pie man the bean pie man that's sitting in the middle of the street but these days if that's what i gotta do hey, to make do sure it. that this million dollar business come to me faster than where it's gonna come then that's exactly what i gotta do so i'm always in an uncomfortable position i tell people if you're not feeling uncomfortable in what you're doing then you may not be doing it right you may not be doing it right you're supposed to feel Very uncomfortable true. you're supposed to be out of Very your true. element so but 
we have an interview for you guys. So sit back and enjoy. Mm-hmm. So what you're about to hear is an interview, but it's a football player interviewing a football player. They're both professional football players in the Canadian Football League. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and listen to them talk about their plan A and their plan B. I'm Terrell Porter. I'm here with Rob Porter. Don't even know if we related, but um, I just was talking to him about how, you know, I went to the CFL and this was my plan A. I didn't even much have a plan B. I got signed as a free agent my last four games. And after that, they went to the playoffs and I got released. And I went back home training for minicamp that they invited me to and was putting all my efforts into that. And the coaching staff went to the NFL and I was just laid out the drive pretty much. And I've been looking for work with the CFL ever since, trying to get signed again, but now I might have to wait till next season. So it's just a lot of pressure. I put everything into that. Now I'm like, what's next for me? So it's always good to plan, have a plan B. Um, and I just wanted to go over with you and have, see what you had to think about it. Like how rough was it as far as you know, getting over your injury. Just tell me a little bit about the story and everything when you was at the CFL. Okay, um, I got to the CFL in 2017. I got signed in January by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, long story short, I went there. I uh, went to mini camp. Obviously, it's um, it's definitely um, definitely definitely is um, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a process. Right. So I ended up having to um, go to mini camp, and for mini camp. It was only about five or six corners that was getting signed. Mind you, it was only it was like 15, 16, 17 of us out there. So only five or six of us is going to training camp. Right. So the best, you can only get three days to prove yourself. You got about five, six practices, man, within two, three days. And it's real, man. So I, I went there, bought out, um, and just made a name for myself. And then, then going to training camp, also made a name for myself. I was player to watch, player of the day. Um, every day for a week straight. Also was the player of the game one day, and I didn't even know it. Led the team in tackle the first preseason game. Then I also was a key player to watch the second preseason game, which right. I didn't know Same. of. So um, I was a key player to watch because, I, like I said, I led the teams and uh, in, in tackled the first game and without even getting a pass caught on me. So then what happened as far as, like, right before you got injured, like I know you said you, was, uh, you had all these accolades and was doing well. Um, after you got hurt, what was the situation after that necessarily? Because okay. I had I had a great rookie year. So then following the off season, um, I went to mini camp. I had my um, this is my second year. It's going to my sophomore year. Um, first day of mini camp. First day of mini camp, I got injured. First first day, man, messed up my hip flexor, Dang. and I was out for about a month and a half until Hamilton picked me up until I got back healthy. So they released they released me probably two three days later after mini camp. And um, it went. That was it, man. What did you do after that? After that, um, went back home, um, trying to figure out what to do next, man. Rather, than, you know, of course I was, I was still training, same, but also needed to find work to to live, you know, for money. So, so. from there, um, I just got with my coach, got with my coach, and uh, I was just coaching for a little bit and doing some work here and there with a couple sales, but you know, nothing too much, nothing too hard, just enough to get me by. So, how are you currently, like, feeling now? I seen you out here with the kids. Uh, I seen on Instagram you had $10 and 
per kid. It looked like it was going pretty well. Oh, yeah. how, you, how would you say your, your current mood is about the whole situation as far as, you know, being in the CFL for a couple years and just, you know, doing your own thing, entrepreneur now? Um, well, I actually just came up with the Port City Fitness Business about a week ago, and it's actually been doing way better than I thought it would be. Got a lot Look of support. Good. Got a lot of people that came out today. I got my goal. I hit my goal today for the number of kids I wanted out. And it was just, it's just a great turnout so far, man. And it's, it's getting better and better every day. The support is picking up more and more every day, man. So it's just crazy, man, to see it, to see it, see the vision and then to see it come true in physical form. Man, and I'm trying to do the same thing as well. That's another reason why I'm out here watching, picking up tips as well. Um, for me, after I got released uh, and I went back home, it was pretty tough for me. I didn't, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, people coming up to me, asking me what's going on and everything. It was kind of rough for me. And that's the um, and, and that's the worst part as an athlete, man. Um, that's another thing that I struggle with as well. And it, it's not us. It's the um, it's the pressure that the people put on us, man. Like I, like you say, people come up to you, hey man, what's going on with football? That's that's that make us even more in our feelings, or as you said, or that make us more depressed, you know, or more down, or more down on ourselves. Get and that get us overthinking, and overthinking causes chaos. Right. So what would you? What's the next step? Um, the next step is just uh, I'm getting I'm into real estate right now and I'm uh, into um, building my Port City Fitness. Okay. Business and so um, and I need to cut you off, but was this like kind of your plan B or you just was going with the flow after the CFL? Um, I'm I'm just kind of I just want to um, stay in tune with fitness and also with sports itself. So right. anything that deal with sports and fitness, man, I'm all for it. And like I say, just doing something you love, man. That's what it's all about. Man, I'm right with you, bro. And I'm trying to get along with you. I'm trying to get around people doing the same thing as me because it's hard when you hang around people that's not necessarily doing the same thing as you. So right. maybe we can get some work in. Uh, Oh yeah, we for we for sure got to put something together, man. Just just let me know, man. All right, man. I say like you know we got the both last names, so we can, <laughs> the business, you know, we come up with a company name. Both got porters involved, so I ain't, I forgot all about that, bro. Forgot you a porter too, so right. you never know, man. So right, you never man. know what we can get into. Man, good seeing you again, bro. All right, no. All right, have a good day. Let's catch up, bro. All right. Up? All right, so I hope that you guys enjoyed that story, and I hope that you guys are motivated. And receive some type of inspiration during the show today. Right. Um, I think that a lot of us, like everything that I try to like say on the show, I do in real life. You know, to be a person that practices what they preach. So I study myself and I make sure I analyze myself on a daily basis to make sure that I am, you know, a walking testament of what exactly I'm saying in my show. Like I keep telling myself that there is not a such thing as trying. And right. I'm trying to get that, you know, I'm getting it out of my vocabulary. You see, see I just yes, did that. Had, like, I had to, like, had try to, like, to pull that try out, yeah. too, because, like, trying indicates, like, you might do it, you might not. Right. Like, if you were working to better yourself, work to better yourself. Stop mm -hmm. trying, do it. Right. Be better. Right. That's all you can, I mean, you that's control all you can do. You, so you do. just be better. You control your actions. I right. mean, you might have things that influence your actions, but you, like, control it. Like, if your arm go up, you control it. Now, if somebody hits your elbow, your arm might move or something like right. that. But, you know, that's the situation. So I want to remind people that don't – I'm not going to say don't have a backup plan, but I'm going to say this. Don't build an arsenal of self-sabotage because you're afraid of – I like that. Yeah, you're, not, you're afraid of what could come out of it. Just go in it with everything that you got. Like, I'm going into this podcast business and I'm going into my clothing line with everything that I have. I'm not setting, I'm not giving myself a plan B. 
I'm not giving myself a what if. Why? Because I'm putting everything that I have to give in it now. Yeah. All my eggs is in the basket. And then um, if this basket get crushed, then I guess it's time for a new basket. But until then, uh, you're going to work and work and work and work until you make chickens out of these eggs. Exactly. And plan B's are only an emotional safety net. Well, no. Plan so. B's also uh, help if you made a mistake last night. You make sure you Oh, you got too B. drunk? Yeah. <laughs> that too. And you know they those, got those are beneficial. They have those in the gas station now. What? Yes. I went to, it's in a liquor store. They got to hang it up in the window now. Like, you know where they used to put the little in, energy pills no. at? No. That's no. where they have the plan B pills at. Check this out. Just protect yourselves at all times and be positive. Make sure you focus on your goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't focus on the backup plan. Don't focus on the what if, if your goals are going to fail. Focus on your goals. Be the best you you can be. And, I mean, it can go only well. Even if you only get a lesson out of it. Mm-hmm. That's a positive. Right. You know what not to do next time. Exactly. So, exactly. like, just focus on your plan A. Mm-hmm. Rock with your plan A. And plan B's are made for knowing that you're going to lose. Exactly. So, remind yourself that all the necessary tools to make you succeed is on the inside, and you are in control of it, and you have the key. No one else can give you the key that you already have. Absolutely. So, with that being said, this is Moments with Mika. Make sure you go to the side, get you a Vibe hoodie. It's so many things that I am getting ready to do, guys, and I cannot give it all out yet. But be looking for me. Have people looking for me, because um, I got some things for this summer that I think is going to shake a little bit of the foundation. So, be ready. All right, shake up the world. You know, shaking tables and stuff, you know. <laughs> we out here in the summertime now, officially summer. Oh, it, it, it feels good, too. It feels very so, good. So, uh, it's, it's no longer thought season. I'm not going to be... Uh, it's not, it's, well, you I'm, say it's not thought season? Yeah, I'm not participating in uh, no thought season activity. It's, it's getting money season, so... It's definitely. That's like, not money in the air. I, what? I need to find out where that smell coming from, though. Hmm. But um, I definitely feel like it's time for a, a time of betterment. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you could thought any time, but uh, you got to get your betterment while you still got your energy and your health and your youth and your wits. Right. So I told my I told a friend that um, a few days ago that while you still can, do. Right. You know? It's not about trying. There is no try. There's only do. Right. So just make sure that you do whatever you do, not to do on the toilet. We're not talking about that, but just make sure you do do, you know, if you need to, you know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to look up, be old with, you know, all kind of health ailments. And then you're like, man, I should have did when I should have did. Yeah. If you no. can still walk and hey, you can still it. get around, you, you need to go ahead and make that move. That's how Nike came up with that low slogan. Huh? Yeah, just do then it. Somebody was just sitting there like, you know what? We make this clothing line. I'm make these shoes. What we gonna call it, man? Just do it. All Period. right, that's it. We going with that. We'll figure out a name later. We know we gonna say just do it. Hey, it sounds good with me. Well, <laughs> this has been Mika and Rick. And peace out. Peace. Well, in a private school because she's like a bit of a follower and she won't be able to stick up for herself. No, I was like, what? Like, why would you say something like that? Like, if you honestly thought that, if you're honestly concerned with her why don't you tell her yourself like you said like he loved me really cared about me was just doing this for my best interest and i was like okay um it really did that like why wouldn't you like talk to me and sit me down because i talked to him a lot about like the tutoring thing and everything else going on in school so i spoke to him every day he never mentioned anything about this like he had concerns about me and how i was interacting with people just felt like he was 
kind of being underhanded, going by my back and telling mom, like, no, she shouldn't go to another school. She should definitely shouldn't go to a public school because she would not be able to survive there. And that made me feel really bad. That made me, like, just not feel comfortable, and I didn't really want to go back. So um, I went through, like, the application process for the public school. Um, that, this was Annapolis High School. It's in Durban Heights. Um, and I, I got in, and I enrolled. I was like, okay, so I'm transferring. Um, I told all my friends that I would not I will not lose touch with them, and we never did. We still text all the time. I still saw them frequently. I just, like, had to like, get out of that, like, environment. It was, like, not good for me. And then um, I transferred to my current school, and I really um, enjoyed it. Uh, it just, like, it was so, like, a lot better for me. Um, I got, I actually got to wear, like, my own clothing at the private school. I had a uniform, but um, there was no dress, there was, well, there's a dress code, you could wear, like, whatever you want at the public school, so I got to express myself that way. Got to meet a bunch of new friends. Um, I got my chance to take, like, my first, like, AP class, something that, like, while I did enjoy Cornell, I didn't like, they didn't have any, like, offering any advanced classes that I wanted to take, so I got to take my first AP and honors classes at this school. And they had, like, um, a bunch more clubs, um, which, like, Cornerstone didn't offer, which I didn't necessarily blame them for because, as I mentioned before, they were only in operation, like, total before they closed down for, like, seven years. So schools, like, really knew it was their last part. That's something that needs to be addressed as well because you never want to feel nothing. Wait, what, what's too long? Too long, I would say, if you feel numb for more than two weeks, especially when the situation's <laughs> going on, I, I would say let's go talk to someone. Um, also, eating disorders, those become apparent when um, there's type of some type of mental health issue going on. Yep. Stress is considered a mental health issue, guys, because stress can take you there. Yes. Okay, it can take you to the edge. So that's something to be aware of, about. Um, let's say mood swings. We're just going to from one happy, sad, crying, angry, really fast, Clear but it's severe. Indicator. That is something that you want to be aware about. And then repeated use of drugs or alcohol. Uh, or a drastic change in behavior, personality, or sleep habits. Um, those are some things that you should watch out for. Um, definitely uh, with drugs and alcohol, they don't always go together. Um, so it's one of those things that you do have to pay attention to um, very closely, especially with your friends. Mm-hmm. And then also what you want to pay attention to is people that used to be able, that can focus a lot, they start losing being able the ability to focus um they start being more distracted and things get a lot difficult for them and they start to kind of fail so like students they start failing in school like the grades just go down right that's something to really pay attention to sometimes we want to jump to whooping them but that's not always the case that so is not the case. you know be aware of that and when peer people start getting those fears of just doing daily activities that they used to do that is definitely a sign that you want to be aware about another anxiety but issue also it's some things that you can actually do that can help yourself one thing you want to do this summer is get outside the sun is medicine okay i've never Absolutely. seen someone be upset on a sunny day crying can't be. can't be you can't be upset in the summer it is physically impossible but there are a few small changes that can make a major 